Welcome to Head to Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Markham. This bi-weekly podcast is designed to be a safe space to admit what we truly believe in our hearts. We all know the difference between just having biblical knowledge floating around in our heads and actually believing that it's true. Until God's truth makes its way into our hearts, nothing changes. We'll be doing a mix of solo episodes and interviews with friends who have experienced the freedom that comes when head knowledge becomes heart knowledge. We'll talk about overcoming lies in our relationships, mental health struggles, and the way we see ourselves. The truth will set you free so that you can walk every day in the freedom God desires for you. It's time to let go of the pressures, insecurities, and burdens. That's not yours to carry. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Head to Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Markham, and I'm so pumped about this episode I'm currently recording for all of you listeners. And I just need to say before we get started, I am excited for this episode because it's a, it's just a fun one. It's just a fun one that you can't take too seriously because we're doing a listener Q&A. So I asked all of you guys out there, whoever wanted to participate, to send me any question you wanted to ask and then I would answer it. So to get things started out, I need to tell you guys and ask you to please, if any of these episodes have ever impacted you in a positive way and you appreciate the show, then I would ask that you leave a rating and review because this actually helps the podcast out so much and it helps other people get this episode and the podcast up on their feeds in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you use. So go ahead, take a few seconds. I'll wait for you. Go ahead and do that. And I need to tell you before we start, something you should know that we should all be aware of is that I am so jet lagged <laughs> as I'm recording this. So I have been waking up at obnoxiously early hours and been going to bed at also obnoxiously early hours. But I feel like maybe that will make this even more of a fun episode because honestly, at this point, who knows what's going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I will edit this, but you know, how much can editing really do? I mean, we'll see what happens. So we're just going to go for it. Okay. We're just going to go for it. These questions are in no specific order. There are a mix of ones and I'm like, okay, why? All right. But why did you ask me that? And there are other ones that are really deep and require a couple stories along the way. So here we go. I hope you enjoy. And if any of these questions was yours that you sent in, I just want to thank you already for sending it in and that we could have this time together. A good handful of these questions are about my sleep. <laughs> Just like a few, maybe like three or four questions are about my sleep. I don't know why. Maybe some of you already knew I was jet lagged, but we'll just get started with those. We'll get the sleep questions out first, okay? Number one, do you snore? No, I do not snore. If anyone has heard me snore and wants to tell me differently, I'm open to that. I'm open to correction, but I do not snore regularly. Um, I have been known to occasionally talk in my sleep, but that only happens every, every once in a while, but no snores yet. No snores yet. Number two, what time do you usually go to bed? <laughs> well, last night I went to bed at 8.30. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but that's because of jet lag. And on a normal night, my goal is to be in bed anywhere between 10.30 to 10.45. If I stay up until 11, I know that my body feels it the next morning. That's just like my magic number that I'm like, okay, I knew I stay up too late because I feel tired if I stay up past 11. So usually that is the time I try to go to bed because I have this, is it a fault? I have this weird quirk about me that I have always gone to bed whenever my roommate goes to bed. So whatever, you know, roommate I had in college, like I would usually go to bed around the time that that, that my roommate would go to bed. And so, and when I got married, I knew that Joseph could stay up late. He really doesn't anymore, but he used to stay up late. And so I was like, I can't do that. I got to stick to my guns and I have to go to bed when I need to go to bed. I eventually got in that habit. And here we are today. I'm not thriving right now because I'm jet lagged, but otherwise I am thriving. Okay. And I think this is the last question about sleep. Number three, how many hours of sleep did you get last night? Great question. I don't see. I don't know why people ask me about my sleep, but we're just going to answer it. Let me think. Okay. 8.30 to 9.30, 10.30, 12.30. Wait. Oh my gosh. I didn't even count right. What? Let's start over. 9.30, 10.30, 11.30, 12.30, 1.30, 2.30, 3.30, 4.30, 5.30, 6.30, 7.30, 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, 11.30, 12.30, 1.30, 2.30, 3.30, 4.30, 5.30, 6.30, 7.30, 8.30, 
walk with God, if not the most important thing, because that's literally the time you use to set aside and just commune with God. And that's the most important thing in life. (laughs) So what really helps me, I know that this will be different for every person. What really helps me is doing it in the morning because then I do not have to remember to do it later. So usually after I get up, brush my teeth, eat something, get dressed, then I start my quiet time. Does it happen like that every single day? No. If there's a change in my schedule, sometimes I'll either miss a day or I'll think, okay, I missed it in the morning. Let me do it in the evening. And what really helps me is I journal during that time because journaling really helps my mind wake up and then also process well. And I enjoy writing down what I feel like the Lord is saying or what I read that day. And I don't have this set amount of time in my mind that I'm like, I have to spend an hour a day with the Lord in the morning. Um, that That is awesome when that happens. And sometimes it does, but it doesn't always I'm not like counting down a clock, if that makes sense. Like I'm going to take that time and use whatever time I have in that morning to spend time with the Lord. And I love going on walks during that time too. It doesn't always happen like that. It just depends on what I need. If I feel like I'm really tired and need like extra activity to keep myself awake, alert, focused, then I will go on a walk and pray. So those are what I usually do. Any devotionals? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Devotionals really aren't my thing. They're, I just haven't found a lot that I like. I do like Jesus Calling devotionals, a lot of Jesus Calling devotional books for different types of people. I like those. And then I also This is probably one of the best books I've ever read in my entire life, but it is set up like a devotional. It's called Secrets of the Secret Place by Bob Sorge. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I can't even fathom how good it is. They go so deep and so into the word with every topic they cover. I don't know why I'm saying they. It's just Bob. Bob wrote this book. Bob's book. Secrets of the Secret Place. And I don't like a lot of devotionals because I don't feel like they're long enough to go deep and they're just some quick summary or overview of what's already in the Bible and I don't really like that but Secrets of the Secret Place is great and Jesus Calling are my two favorites and I don't always use those two. I mostly just pick two books of the Bible to go through and I pick two at the same time because sometimes I'm like in the middle of reading one and then I need a break from that one so I go to the other book I've picked and I know this system or these habits won't always work for everyone but that's what I do really helps me it's probably going to be a little different for every single person okay the next question is thank you for whoever sent this in weirdest habit you have (laughs) I thought of this I it didn't take me very long to think of this This is my weirdest habit, and the worst part is I don't know how to stop. (laughs) Okay, I, I feel like I got into the habit of doing this while I was in high school, and I don't have any good reason why it started, but my weirdest habit is that when I am writing 
anything. When I'm writing in my journal, when I'm writing for homework, when I'm writing for anything, any reason. If I start to zone out and I'm not actively thinking about what I'm writing, then my pen will just start to retrace all the words that I've already written. Okay, I don't know anyone else who has this quirk. and I don't know how it started. But if I'm writing a letter and I'm like, dear you, sincerely me, I'll start to think and then I pause for a second because I'm like, okay, let me think about what I'm going to say. But during that pause time, I go back and retrace the words I've already written. And it is terrible because it makes my handwriting look like a serial killer. Like some words are super thick and other words are super thin. Or it looks like every pen that I use is broken. (laughs) So, yeah. And the worst part is I don't know how to get out of it. I've tried several times to stop. I'm only able to stop myself from doing that when I'm fully aware of that habit. And so that means I have to keep that habit in mind the entire time I write. And it's exhausting. But if anyone else has any recommendations of how to stop doing that, I'm open to them. Please message me. Send help. Okay, moving on, next question. Weirdest place you've ever gone to the bathroom? Excellent question. I'm very impressed. Let me think. I feel like several things are coming to mind right now. Okay, I'm just going to start saying whatever is coming to my mind because there are several things. This one time when Joseph and I were dating, no, we were just starting to date, I was on the phone with him and it's one of those those like really long phone calls you're like I don't want to hang up for anything because I just like this guy so much I was in the backyard of my parents house I was on Christmas break so I'm in the backyard of their house and they have a fence around but it's a chain link fence you can obviously see through it and it was late it was probably like midnight I'm talking with Joseph on the phone and I just like don't want to cut him off. He's saying something and I realize like I need to pee so badly, so badly. And so I was like, what do I do? Like if I go back inside, my parents are asleep and I don't want to wake them up. But if I don't pee, I'm going to pee myself and I don't want to do that. So what I did is I just like squatted near the shed in the backyard and just peed while I was on the phone with him. It fell on grass, so he didn't know or hear that I was peeing. He knows that story now, so no big deal. That's not the weirdest place, but I just thought that was a funny antidote. I think the absolute weirdest place that I've gone to the bathroom was off a cliff in Nicaragua. (laughs) Because I was on a mission trip traveling around Central America for six weeks, and this girl on our team, we were driving in this van, traveling from one place in Nicaragua to another and this poor girl had been having diarrhea all day and she told the the uh, driver of the van you were like you have to pull over because I'm not going to make it to the next gas station so he pulls over on the side of the road she finds this cliff because it was the only place behind a bunch of bushes So she couldn't just go on the side of the highway, but she had to go behind these bushes and she had diarrhea off this cliff. But after that happened, every one of us were like, well, we're here. I mean, why not? So all the girls just kind of like lined up (laughs) and we just took turns just kind of like peeing off this cliff. (laughs) And then we didn't have to stop again and we just could, could keep going. So that's probably the weirdest place. All right. This question says, 
who is your celebrity crush? I had to think a little bit about this because sometimes you get the question, who was your childhood celebrity crush? But this one says, who is your celebrity crush? So I thought about it. I think it would be Zachary Levi. Oh gosh, I hope that's his name. Yeah, I think it's Zachary Levi. He's in the show Marvelous Miss Maisel. He's also in this movie where he plays, it's a football movie, and he plays Kurt Warner. Oh my gosh, is that the, is that his name? I always get his name wrong. Yeah, the football player who played on the Rams. He plays that guy. What else is he in? I think he's in the movie that I didn't see called Shazam. (laughs) Yeah, that guy. That one. If I got any of those movies' names right, that guy. The next question says, let me see, how would you describe your childhood home? Wow, what a creative question. My childhood home, I would describe it as Floridian. (laughs) Because if you've ever been to Florida, the houses, they don't need triangle roofs that are pointed like in the north you need a roof that looks like a triangle like a gingerbread house roof because snow can't just pile up on it and needs to it needs to flow off but in florida they don't need that so the roofs the roof of my childhood home was flat and you know you walk into the home and we barely had any carpet i don't think we had any carpet at all just like little rugs on the floor and so the floor was terrat oh my gosh it looks like marble honestly because you want the floor walking on your bare feet in florida to be cold so it also i don't know the difference between these two things but my parents always called it the living room and then the room attached to that is called the lanai and i literally don't know the difference because they both look like living rooms to me but one is called the lanai and one is called the living room (laughs) and i think that the word floridian really fits it because it's very open have a lot of windows um very flat no carpet generator in the back like ready for any hurricane that may come its way yeah i would say floridian okay question number who knows at this point what is your most prized possession i really had to think about this one but it came down to something that i can't replace so i was like well you know i i like some things but all the things i was thinking of i can replace so my bible like i can get a new bible you know um my favorite chair in the whole wide world I could buy a new chair if I needed to. But the thing that is my most prized possession would probably be my journals. Because those are irreplaceable. Like, I can't replicate that journal at that time in my life. And I have them all lined up chronologically in my bookcase. Um, I've been journaling since like the 8th grade. So I have a lot of them and you couldn't ask me to give them up even if you pay me a million bucks. Okay, that's a big number. Okay, yeah, a million bucks. It's true. Priceless possessions right there. <laughs> and this next one made me laugh because it's not a question. <laughs> there was no question mark at the end. It was just a statement. It was, you have good style. And I was like, is this supposed to be a question? Do I have good style? But if it's not, 
thank you for whoever said I have good style. And if it was a question, um, I agree with you. Yes, I do have good style. <laughs> okay, this one says, what is the first thing you do in the morning? I, I had to think about it. I'm not even aware sometimes. Okay, the first thing I do in the morning is get up out of bed. Then I turn off my alarm on my phone. If I've woken up before my alarm goes off, then I go into my time app and I cancel the alarm because no one wants to hear that in the middle of the day. And if I woke up right when it sounded, then I turn it off. If I've accidentally pressed snooze, I turn it off. Anyway, and then I go into the bathroom, I pee, and then I brush my teeth. And the funny thing is, I like almost refuse to talk until I brush my teeth in the morning unless I have to talk for something because I hate the smell of my own morning breath. Even if no one else notices it, even if no one else, you know, smells it, I don't like smelling it myself. So I really don't talk until I brush my teeth. <laughs> this next question is like, wow, pretty deep. How do you define success? Jeez. Well, good thing I have another episode on this very topic. Um, I think it's called redefining success. And so if you want to know, you can go listen to that episode. But if I had to summarize it right now, I feel like I've been thinking a lot about that this year. And I don't think success can be defined in any sort of number terms. And I feel like if you try to do that, you will always be unhappy or you'll only be happy for, you know, five seconds of the year. So I think success is have you faithfully done what God has called you to do. I feel like the term wholeness is very popular right now because so many people have so many allergies. So they're like, how can I feed myself to be whole and holistic health like let's tackle mind body soul type of healing and I think that's great I am all on board for that but I feel like those things were always the message of the gospel and now people are just realizing like oh yeah that is the best option does that make sense because the gospel is meant to impact you holistically like your mind your body your soul like it's all in the word it's all in the bible and now I feel like the world is kind of be like, oh, wow, that's like actually correct. Because if I don't take care of myself, mind, body, soul, then I can't like all those parts affect each other. So I feel like if you're, you're if you're doing what God has asked you to do, it will impact you holistically. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's not defined in a number. It's not defined in just one area of your life, but... I feel like if you're doing what the Lord has asked you to do and what he's what he's called you to steward faithfully, then that would include every category of your life, like mind, body, soul, what other relationships, all this stuff. So yeah, like, are you being a good steward? That is the main question. Believe me, I love being organized just as much as the next person but I have found a pattern in my life when I try to use a basic planner. It goes like this. I'm going strong, writing down what I need to do until Thanksgiving comes around. And then I forget the planner exists until the new year. In January, I'm committed and excited to get organized, 
but once March hits, I can't even find the thing anymore. Have you ever experienced this? Do you ever feel like you want to get organized but just don't have the time to? Let me tell you about Life in Order. Life in Order is a business that makes 100% customized bullet journals to help set you up to thrive in your goals, business, relationships, and personal growth. My bullet journal has been a game changer for me, and the best part about it was that it was already set up for what I personally needed in my life. Now I can keep track of how much water I drink and how often I'm journaling. I also requested to put a page in there specifically dedicated to honeybees, because who doesn't need more honeybees in their life? You can find Life in Order's products on Etsy.com today to get your own bullet journal set up for your unique lifestyle. You can also use the code JENNY15, that's J-E-N-N-Y-1-5, to get 15% off your personalized journal today. So I highly encourage you, take initiative to order one, and your future self will personally come back to you of today and thank you. Okay, we're coming to the end. I think I just have two more questions here. So second to last one. What makes me feel motivated or empowered? Oh, geez. I don't know if my brain that feels like mush can answer that right now. Let me think. I also feel like someone asked me this very recently. and I had to think really hard. <laughs> okay. What makes me... One of the things that makes me feel empowered would probably be having a, a very good community around me that's willing to speak life over me. And that includes correction. If I'm going off track or they just want to speak into my life, they have permission to do that. But it also includes them speaking the truth over me that aligns with God's word. So that's empowering to be reminded of like who I am in Christ and my identity. Because when you understand that and live from that place, if God is for you, who can be against you? So that's very empowering. And I think that if I'm given the freedom, time, and space to be creative and to process well, that's very motivating and empowering for me because I really do need time most days to process how I feel and maybe that's why I journal so much. So if I have the time, space, and freedom to do that, then I will be, you know, operating well, living a healthy life. I also feel big picture What's very motivating to me is to help other people experience freedom in Christ in whatever area they feel like they are in bondage or not living to their fullest potential. So I feel like that's one of my main purposes in life. Why God's placed me on the earth is to help others live in that freedom because the truth will set you free. That's what it has done for me. So that's big picture. And last but not least, the very last question is, what are your favorite plants? Oh, thank you for asking me this. I think I have over 40 plants right now. And one of my favorite plants in the whole wide world is pothos. I think I heard one time someone say pothos and I was like, is that the right saying? So now I'm doubting myself, but pothos, they're beautiful they're so easy to grow and they vine. So I love any plants that vine so you can hang them up, you know, attached to your ceiling and let them grow downwards. But I love any pothos. And then I also love, I think it's called a wandering Jew. 
Um, I think another word for it is an inch plant, but they're so beautiful. They also find very easy to grow. I think you see a theme here. I also love the Chinese evergreen. That is a great plant for you to have if you have zero sunlight. Like I put the Chinese evergreen in our bathroom and our bathroom doesn't have windows. And I went to the plant store and I was like, hi, I just need a plant for my windowless bathroom. And they handed me a Chinese evergreen and it's so beautiful, loves humidity. So every time you shower, if you keep it in your bathroom, it's gonna love that. And yeah, it's just so pretty, adds life, you know? But I'm just a big plant fan in general. So I just wanna say thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Thank you for everyone who sent in questions. It was my joy to answer them. And I honestly think that these type of episodes are very fun for me to listen to. I love listening to podcasts where the the hosts will just do a random Q&A. So thank you so much for sending in the questions. I hope you tune in two weeks from now for our next episode. And I'm very excited to say we have new guests coming on to talk about their stories, what they've been set free from, and how to get that knowledge from their head to their heart. So Last but not least, I want to encourage you, if you want to have four episodes per month and not just two, then I would encourage you to join our subscriber community. If you become a subscriber, you're going to pay $2 per month. Not $2 a week, not $2 every other week, only $2 a month. That's like couch cushion money. If you want to get access to all bonus episodes and have four episodes per month instead of just the regular two, go ahead and join. Like, why the heck not? And you can also cancel at any time if you feel like you do not want to do that and change your mind. So I'll put the link in the show notes so you are able to sign up if you want to. Thank you so much, dear listeners. I'll see you in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Head to Heart Podcast. It's a joy to record them and a joy to have you listen. If you have any topics in mind you'd like us to cover, go ahead and send us a message on Instagram. The handle is headtoheart underscore podcast. Make sure you subscribe as a way of making sure you never miss an episode. And if you would be so kind, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show so much when you do. We'll be releasing episodes to you every other Friday, so stay tuned and thanks for joining us. Thank you.